we want to continue with the subject that we have already heard uh, for the last eight times. Today is the ninth session. I hope you still remember what we are talking about. Uh, the topic is our relationship with the Lord. Uh, what kind of relationship and fellowship should we have with the Lord? Uh, in order that your voice will not uh, cause interference in the internet, let Brother Edward remind us. Uh, because a lot of people follow the subject through the internet. The first healthy relationship that we can have is one that is two-sided. I'm not going to go into it in detail because you've heard them all before. Uh, the second one is a direct and sincere, honest relationship with the The third one is a relationship of love. Fourth one is a friendly, intimate relationship. The fifth one is a true living relationship. And the sixth one is a relationship that uh, is based on knowing God and getting revelations from him. And the seventh one is a relationship that in it exists trust and taking refuge. And the eighth one is a relationship that comes from within us. Uh, I have talked to you from uh, about every single one of these before. And if you want to, you can follow them through the internet. And you can test how your own personal standing and relationship yes, is in accordance with these issues. When I'm analyzing myself, I start praying and fasting, and I give each topic two days. I yes. analyze how my own standing is. And sometimes I find that I have to renew my relationship with them. Tonight we are listening to the ninth of these um, topics. The question we have to ask ourselves, the relationship we have with the Lord, is it going forward or has it come to a standstill? We have been called to have a relationship with him in which there is possibility of growth. Progress. Hosea? Vetzerort kiluch yerort hamari mechasuma kachanan cheng 
եւ կհետեւենք ճանաչելու տերոջը we will know him we will recognize him and therefore we will follow him եկեք տերոջը ճանաչենք եւ իրա ճանաչելը հետեւենք let us come to know the lord and as a result of knowing him follow him i think իրա ճանաչելու մեջ առաջանան Uh, once we know him let us make progress in knowing him further եւ մի ուրիշ համար էլ կարծում եմ երկրորդ պետրոս երրորդ գլուխ 18-ը համարի մեջ երկրորդ պետրոս երրորդ գլուխ 18-ը համար second peter second chapter verse 3 երրորդ գլուխ 18-ը համար որ ասում է աճենք մեր տեր եւ փրկիչ հիսուս քրիստոսի շնորհքով եւ գիտությունով այսինքն նրան ճանաչելով մենք գուցե լսել եք այս բայց նորից ուզում եմ հիշեցնեմ perhaps we've heard this before but i want to remind you once more մենք չորս ձևի քրիստոնյաներ ունենք we have four different types of christians առաջին քրիստոնյաներ ես ձերքով ցույց եմ տալիս լավ կարող եք ավելի լավ հիշեք առաջին քրիստոնյաները նրանք են որ այս ձև են առաջերտում the first type of christian is the one who goes forward on a horizontal level ամ փոփոխ քրիստոնյաներ Uh, no variation yev yerek aysor havitian nuin nen yesterday today and tomorrow they will always be yev voch men nor panirat kyanki mes chi patom and nothing new ever takes place in their lives yev hentes tev mich mi apagag arachen krum and they go forward in this monotonous way yev nor popokutyun ev chka no new change nothing yegrort khum kristonyanere nrank en vor sharunak espes vrevutsatsen The second type of Christian is the roller coasting type of Christian. One minute up, next minute down. And they resemble the waves of the sea. Եվ ակոպոս ասում է որ այդպեսի ավատացիաները որ կազկածով բռնված են, չկարծեն աստուծ մի բան կարող։ And this type of Christians let them not feel and believe that they will receive anything from God. Ամ բնական ծևի վրեվուցած ունեն։ In an unnatural way they have ups and they have downs. Ամենս իարկե վրեվուցած ունենք։ Of course we all have ups and downs. Այս որոշները շատ սովոր են որ հենց մշտական այդպես են։ But their way of being is to have these extremes of high and extremes of low. Yes, they are not steady. Երրորդ ծեւի քրիստոնյաները նրանք են որ դեպի այս ծեւ են առաջերտում, դեպի ցած։ The third half of Christian is going downwards. I think arat shat laven sksel they start very well shat takein they were very hot for the lord but gnalov yekelen tsats they're going lower and lower kam heten ertum or even backwards yev etpes kristonianeri masin sturkir khosume they are mentioned in the word of god or asuma kagatatsi yekeretsin etpes er կաղատացիները the church in galatia was like that apostle paul says that you started in the uh, spirit but you are finishing it in the what happened you, you were running forward very well why have you stood still or in uh, the church in ephesus որ հիսուսը ասում է որ 
تو کورترلت کناختین سرت Jesus tell them you have lost your initial love Although he praises them for many things that they do well but criticizes them for lack of love that they had in the first place And the fourth type of Christian and that is the one that we're analyzing today They are the ones that their progress is on an upward slant. Watch SPS. Not horizontal. Watch SPS. Not roller coasting. Watch SPS. Not downward. Fight SPS. But steadily going up. They don't have extremes. They don't suddenly go up. I'm always a bit wary of the ones who leap up. Because that is not a natural uh, They might have disastrous falls as well. I never expect to go home and find my children suddenly they've increased in age by 20 years. Uh, the natural is to do it steadily and slowly and correctly. Second Corinthians 3.18 Uh, we are through the spirit we are being changed from glory to glory and we are becoming more and more like him we have all been called to grow in our relationship with the Lord uh, you might ask the question what will happen if we grow in him What are the signs of growth that can exist in the relationship with the Lord? The first sign is that the relationship that we have developed will be an um, eternal one. I think it will not be limited to certain times, certain days, certain locations. Uh, of course, we have, may have developed the habit of uh, allocating a time to the Lord or reading the Bible in the morning or at night. Or we may have a set time uh, of the week, Sundays or Tuesday, to get together to praise and worship. But we cannot limit a true relationship to those times only. When we grow in our relationship with the Lord, He is constantly in our minds. He is not limited to our time of worship on Sundays. He is not limited in our quiet and prayer time. Uh, a sister was saying, when I'm washing the dishes, I ask the Lord, just as I'm cleansing the dishes through your When I'm sweeping my house, I ask him to cleanse me of my dirt. And when I'm cooking the food, I ask him, Lord, uh, 
make me mature like you. Sharunat naim matkis mech. Continuously he is in my mind. Menk shat traffic neri en kanti pumes Londoni mech. In the roads of London we encounter many traffic. Yev yerpema hoknu menk. And we get fed up. Yev zanzranu menk. Fed up and bored. Atka bes yetemi accident e patahel meramar mekic tanjali e. Bor et pes kang menk. And particularly if an accident has taken place and there's a built-up of traffic. But how nice it will be that at such times we start thinking about the Lord, praying, praising Him, or listen to a Christian tape. Going and coming to work, he does that. Traffic jam is a different story. Ask me later. Yev, yepur menk aju menk elarteng Christos yevirai tharapiruchuna merkan kanelim. When we are growing in the Lord, the relationship with Jesus, the um, fellowship that we have with him is part becomes a part of our lives. Psalm 16, I place the Lord always in front of my vision. And I will not waver. And admire his beauty. Psalm 105, 4, it says, Seek his face always. And the relationship, the relationship, relationship of David with the Lord in the Old Testament. Na orenki marter. He was a man of law and order. But make pamvor Daviti haraperutia meschenk testum orenki haraperutune. And one thing that we don't see in his relationship is to be legalistic. Ira haraperutune asto et yerpek orenki haraperutunecher. It wasn't a relationship based on legality. Oina kasma kes kisherin verem kanum kezem pashu. Uh, for example, it says, I get up in the middle of the night and I worship you. There was no such thing mentioned that you have to get up and worship him in the middle of the night. But he had grown so much that he was over and above such In my bed, I remember you. And during the night, I meditate on you. And my person is very close to you. Before dawn, I wake up and praise you and worship you. What do all these things indicate? 
All these things show that the relationship and the fellowship that he had with the Lord was not limited to a particular time or place. And when we grow, we can acquire the same as they The second thing that happens once we have grown, we acquire a new knowledge and wisdom in the Lord. Our fellowship and relationship with him becomes renewed. He imparts new knowledge to us. And we all have a lot of needs. Uh, let me read you two uh, verses. Please pay particular attention. John 17, 26. I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that I have made you known to them and will continue in order that the love you have for me may be in you and that I myself may be in them. Yes. We'll continue to make you known. It's a beautiful verse. Jesus Christ, who was the Son of God, his work was ongoing. It was never finished. He wanted to reveal of himself more and more. This is why Apostle Paul says that the purpose of my life is to know him more. Uh, Now get up and stand on your feet. I have appeared to you to appoint you as the servant and as a witness of what you have seen of me and what I will show you. I will show you. I will show you. Ongoing, futuristic. My work with you has not finished. I often ask Christians, what new thing is going on in your life? They start giving me information about the weather, what the government is doing, and so on and so forth. I ask them, what new blessings have you received? What new revelations? Have you had a word of knowledge? Have you had a vision? A miracle? 
What new visitation with the Lord? Uh, after, uh, some of us believers just live in the past, not in the present, not in the future. I don't want to condemn, uh, condemn anybody, but this danger exists for every one of us. Uh, when Brother Edward was uh, young and very energetic and lively, a more mature believer approached him and told him, like uh, Good on you. You're very hot for the Lord. But the day will come that you will not be so hot. You're running forward very well now. What kind of word of encouragement is this? What do you mean by what you say? What I want to tell you is that you will tire one day. So I asked him, please share with me some of the new blessings that you have had. You know what he said to me? Forty-five years ago, before you were born, we had such blessings. And he started sharing with me what he had received 45 years And he was very proud of the 45 years. But when I pressed him to share something that was happening new to his life, he had nothing. He had already dried up. Uh, I know a believer who was one of the elders of our church. Uh, one of the members asked him, How long have you been a believer? He said, 30 years. At what grade are you in the Lord? Uh, I have sent my uh, child to school for 12 years and he's got his diploma. And in three or four years time he will finish university and he will get his uh, license. And after that he will get his PhD doctorate. And after that, perhaps he'll get his professor. You have been attending church for 30 years. At which one of these levels are you? He had no answer. Uh, of course, it is not our duty to uh, judge and analyze others. And Brother Edward doesn't like to ask such questions. But it is good that every one of us asks this question for ourselves. When was the last time that I had a visitation from the Lord? When was the last time that I heard his voice? When was the last time that I had a visitation from him and he revealed himself deeply to me? Mm. 
Another sign of our growth and maturity is that when we reach that level, we leave this monotonous level of Christianity. It becomes exciting, new. And the relationship we have with him becomes an enjoyable one, a sweet one. And we have a thirst for him. And then we can declare and say, as the deer pants the water, we have desire for you. Why do so many Christians are bored and fed up from prayer? It, it is no longer enjoyable for them. They or the Christian life has nothing new for them. And if you ask them, how long do you spend in the presence of the Lord daily, maybe that can be limited to a few minutes. Because no longer the Christian life has a new meaning to and the verses from the word of God is the uh, The messages that they hear in the church has lost its flavor for them. And their own personal relationship is dried up with the Lord. Um, I encounter believers who often talk about what's going on in the church, the program of the church. That's as may be. But what about your personal life with yes, the Lord? I want to share with you about a couple who came to me and they wanted to get a divorce. This is in Iran. Uh, I was quite friendly with them. Both of them had weakened very much in their uh, Because uh, there was mutual respect between us, I asked them, please give yourself one more month. What can happen in this one month? Um, it's years that our relationship is under Do you think in this one month a miracle is going to happen? Uh, they were not living together, they were separated. I asked them, just do this one thing in this <laughs> month. And promise me that you will do what I ask you to. They said, so be it. One month is not ten years, we'll do it. <laughs> promise me that in this one month, instead of thinking of yourselves, each one of you think of the other one. And ask these questions. 
What desires does he have? Not what I have. What desires does my partner have? What needs does he have? What expectations does he have? What gives him joy? What hurts him? What is important and interesting to him? What can I do so that he will be proud of me? In what areas have I fallen short? Think on this. Promise me that for one month you will not think of yourself but your spouse. They said, do you think uh, this formula will help us? So be it. This is the final try. And Brother Edward was led by the Holy Spirit to suggest this. And other times when I have made the same suggestion to others, because it hadn't been Spirit-led, it's been ineffective. But this time it was led by the Spirit. And because for this to cup, uh, this couple, because it was given by the Spirit, it became very effective. But the secret of the success was because they became obedient. Uh, I, was, I was in communication with them in that one month by telephone. Do you know what happened as a result of such things? Uh, in the first place, they became very humble. They showed humility. They became very broken. When we start thinking of ourselves, we become very big-headed and proud. When you start thinking about somebody else, you are not so proud anymore. You are delivered from your I. When they started thinking, they started finding new avenues of help that they could not have thought of. And they became very amazed at that, how we can have new ways of helping our relationship. And the Lord started talking with them. When they started thinking of each other, something else that happened, a new love entered their hearts. A love that had dried up. When they they started thinking about the other person, they, they began to realize what a jewel they have and that they might lose him. One other thing they came and shared with me, and this was very sweet for Brother Edward. And the nice thing that we had in this one month, that we have someone who is constantly in my mind. And therefore, as a result of that, I never felt alone. Because my spouse had promised to think about no one and nothing else, only me. And as a result of 
that, I had a very nice feeling that I'm in his mind constantly. The relationship became healed. This couple are the people that I'm working with and I'm going to meet with them this coming week. My brothers and sisters, it can be the same. We don't think enough about the Lord. And then we wonder why we don't grow. When Joseph saw that uh, uh, Mary's pregnancy was advancing, he was a kind man and he did not want to disgrace he decided that he will leave her quietly. And he was under the impression that Mary had been unfair. Praise the Lord, he wasn't an Iranian. Because there and then his dagger would come up and kill baby and mother both. The Jews were the same. Yes, um, yes uh, the Jews were the same. They had a zeal about such matters. Uh, but the word of God says that he was a kind and uh, honorable man. And you know which part is the most interesting one for me? If Joseph hadn't done that, the Lord would not have spoken with him. When Joseph started thinking about these things, first he started thinking about what might have happened and then he had a visitation from the angel. We don't think about Jesus. I go my sweet way. 24 hours a day, how much should I earn my job, my work, my family? My mind is busy with business, television program, this and that. Uh, and I'm not really in heavenly And I wonder why the Lord doesn't And I wonder why I don't make progress. I wonder why I don't grow in the Lord. Why Christianity has lost its freshness for me. Why is it no longer as enjoyable as it used to be before? Because I'm not a co-worker with the Lord. This is the only way. When we start thinking about him, he starts giving us new revelations. And in finality, when we grow in wisdom in the Lord, new things happen, changes happen in our lives. We ourselves begin to change. Things, wrong things that have been ongoing in our lives begin to change. And people around us 
notice that a change has taken place. The higher purpose that the Lord has for our lives is so that we might become like him. But this will not happen if I don't grow in him. The more I get to know him, the more I might become like him. This is the biggest work of the Holy Spirit for our lives. So that we may go from glory to glory. Don't think that we are what it should be, what we should be. There is plenty of room for growth and development. Uh, in a Sunday school, a teacher asked the children, who has created us? Naturally, they all said God. But one child, he gave a more beautiful reply. The Lord has created me, but he hasn't finished his work in me. He's, uh, he's continuing creating me. Praise the Lord. It should be like that in our lives also. What new changes are taking place in Have we recently been delivered from some bad habit, bad thing that we've done? The first person who can notice that will be your spouse. And what a nice testimony that can be. Mm. Uh, the best testimony is the testimony of the spouse because they know each other so well. There's no embarrassment. After that comes the children. And your colleagues. Your close friends. The change in you will influence them to think that there might be hope for them. Do we want to grow? Do we want to change? Do we want new things to happen to us? Do we want to have new visitations from the Lord? This opportunity exists for everyone the work of God in our lives has now not finished. He wants to continue it with us. Let us bow down. Think about what we've heard. As Joseph did, think about what we have heard tonight. In quiet prayer, put the questions to ourselves. What does the Lord desire for us? How can I bring the Lord more joy? In what areas of my life have I hurt the Lord? 
ինչ եմ կարողաներ որ աստված իմ կյանքից մեջ ավելի բարձրանա եւ փարավորվի how can i lift the lord more and more in my life and bring him glory ինչ կետերի մեջ է որ ես պետք է նրան ավելի շատ հնազանդեմ in what areas of my life should i become more obedient to him հիմա կապտանք այդ հարցերը մեր կյանքի let us relate these questions to our own lives ինչ կետերի մեջ ես ավելի պետք ունեմ փոխվելու համար Where do I need to change more? Ինչտեղ է որ քրիստոնեական կյանքի ինձ համար հոգնածուցի չէ եղել։ Which areas of Christian life has become tiresome for me? ինչ նոր բանի հետևից եմ որ աստված իմ կյանքի մեջ պետք է կատարի What new thing do I want the Lord to carry out in my life Լրուչյան մեջ աղոթեն Let us pray in silence Այս կիշեր չեմ առաջնորդվում որ հատուկ մի երկիր թենք կամ ուրիշ բաներ անենք Let tonight to do anything else either saying And I want us in silence to question ourselves Այս արդի շուրջ որ ես իշքան եմ տերոջ գիտության եւ հարաբերության մեջ աճել How much am I growing in knowledge and relationship with you and allow the holy spirit alone to talk to us our meeting is ended now bolor nrank boluzumen gnan hagortakutsyan hamar kam iranstunere kam tei hamar karogen gnan those who want to go home may leave those who want to go to the other hall for fellowship can yesuzumen mekich nrank vor mnumen aistegh lrutyan mech agote Those who remain I want them to meditate and pray in silence. Եվ խնդրեմ որ նրանք էլ ուզում են իրար հետ խոսեն, հաղորդակցություն ունենան, եթե կելնի վերջիսեն Յակուբը անեն, հետևիսեն Յակուբը, որ այստեղ մենք մեկ փոքր լրության պահոտենք, որ դերը մեր անձնական կյանքի մեջ մի նոր բանկատար է. Those who want to have fellowship I ask you please to do it in the other room. so the rest of us can stay in a, a quiet atmosphere and meditate so that we can see what the lord wants to do in our lives. particularly let us meditate and analyze our own lives in silence and i am sure that a new bolt of lightning we can experience from the lord in our lives եվ ու այդ լրությունից հետո մեկը աղոտ կուզեցավ որ իր համար անենք պատրաստենք and after that time if anyone is in need of prayer we are ready here to pray with you